BVL fam, we are back. Your co-host Jack. What up, JC? What's up, bro? How's it going? <laughs> I see. Uh, I sense a uh, a level of uh, calmness. I don't know if calmness is the right word. I don't think calmness is the right word. Maybe <laughs> silent uh, rage. <laughs> yeah, rage, frustration, sadness, disappointment, despair. <laughs> It's Depression. a lot of emotions, man. <laughs> uh, well, it's been a it's been a while since we recorded. We actually the last episode recorded the the games came by really quick, so yeah, um, we we didn't really get a chance to do a mid series recap. But suffice it to say, how have you been, bro? <laughs> what have you been up to? <laughs> I have been binge watching Ted Lasso for the last couple of nights. <laughs> I've been taking unexpected naps during the day because of up <laughs> in the wee hours of the morning watching Ted Lasso trying to fill a void that I don't think will be filled until the next start of the NBA season. Holy crap. I didn't think it, it really does I... sound like you're you're a person going through depression, you know, staying up late <laughs> hours, napping <laughs> randomly throughout the day. <laughs> does it help that I was drinking like some uh Taiwanian tea boba just to, <laughs> to help fill that void uh at like dinner time and I'm uh... hopped up on caffeine? Um so yeah, man. Um how's the show, man? I mean, we're gonna get into all the series breakdowns. <laughs> that, 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 we're, we're Thank not you for indulging me with this. Right? We're not gonna spare you with that. So yeah, for, for you might as well give us the update on Ted Lasso first. for the, for the folks that aren't up to speed with uh, the Ted Lasso joke that Jack and I have been running. Um, I had been punting off the free trial for Apple TV Plus <laughs> for months and months just because I had uh, I didn't have any bandwidth to consume any other entertainment provided mm-hmm. that the NBA season was uh, well underway and the playoffs were w- was going on. Yeah. Needless to say, that situation changed very abruptly and, and unexpectedly for me. And, you know, Apple TV, free trial, there you go, locked <laughs> it up. And then I've been watching Ted Lasso. Which, by the way, I've been having a, a ton of FOMO on Ted Lasso just because I've yeah. heard you know, like co-workers. Mm-hmm. It's just that you see ads for it. You see like material on YouTube where they've been winning awards. So I'm just like, like generally I'm being with that pop culture, but I was kind of missing what's going on with Ted Lasso because I just refuse to subscribe to yet another subscription plan. But uh, I had a void. So is I had is it worth watching. the hype? I mean, is it like, does it live up to the hype? Because there's you know a lot what? of hype. Yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm it's been only a couple of days, and I think I'm finishing season two already. Oh, it's, dude! <laughs> it's it's sad, bro. I'm, you think I'm 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 joking about staying up in the wee hours of the morning? I think I was up until four a.m. watching Ted Lasso. It's really well. Bad. Granted, you are a dad, so it's you know it's not like you have a bountiful time during the day. Exactly, that's true. It's, yeah, exactly. You know, I have a full time job. Jeez. Plus, I hoop. So you know, yeah. You know that's 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 the time that I I can watch it. But going back to Ted Lasso, I think it's an excellent uh, series, especially if you're a sports fan. Um, mm. It's about an American football coach uh, moving to uh, to the UK to coach a soccer team over mm. there, and 
he didn't know shit about soccer and he's <laughs> trying to coach soccer team and basically that's just that's the premise of the of the show and it's just you know comedy uh it's it, it's a very um it, it does have heart uh I, mm. i'll give it that and it's a very well written well well written show man and it, i you know i do urge you uh to join me sooner <laughs> rather than later <laughs> dude what are you trying to say man i told you i would join you as long as well as long as the lakers are in the playoffs then i'm holding off joining you just like you yeah. we made this deal um, yeah i mean i'm i'll be activating my apple tv trial once yeah, the exactly. lakers over. and exactly. i'll probably be binge watching it. i binge watching it because i don't know how long the apple trial is um, but yeah, it's, it's, definitely have to kill off so this, what you this... have three, three. Mo- I, th- I, yeah. I technically have three months oh, of the good. trial to happen, yeah. but I think I'm gonna knock it out within the next couple of days, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't really satisfy this whole void that I uh, that I have just because I'm. I don't want to watch the rest of the playoffs, man. <laughs> done with basketball, sports. Uh, Hashtag sports. It sucks, man. Once your Holy team is smokes. out, your season is over, man. Yeah. So yeah, oh. that happened. Man, I can't believe it hasn't even been a week. I felt I like Game Seven from Sacramento uh, hasn't, you know, like the Steph game has. Like I didn't, even, I didn't even have a chance to really kind of like, like enjoy that. I know, the dude, you the didn't. Lakers kind of started. No, seriously, right? You really did. We didn't. recorded the day after Game Seven, and yeah. then the Lakers Warriors series already started that Tuesday. And they came every other game, day. Yeah, and the semifinals were every other day, regardless mm-hmm. of the location of the games. So it came fast and furious, and I don't know, dude. It was just kind of a whirlwind past couple weeks, and then snap, it's all over. And I'm not gonna lie, crazy. like the series being every other day, just as a fan, mm-hmm. it's grueling. Just your emotions up and down, you know. Like mm-hmm. uh, obviously, you got the the series ended with a four two. Um, you know, the, with the Lakers series win, series. yeah, but uh, by the Lakers, like just yeah. each game, like is just it's a roller coaster, man. It's a freaking yeah. roller coaster. Whoa. You know, for as fans as fatiguing as it was, I can only imagine how crazy oh. it was for the players who yeah. obviously had to do, do game plan, practice, mm-hmm. you know, travel. travel. Even, though it, even though it is close, but still, you know? exactly, and still play the game yeah. and handle all of the the, the pressure of that. Uh, and 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 deal with injuries. It was a really dramatic series, dude. The NBA got what they wanted out of they this. They did, man. Star I mean, the power. ratings. Oh yeah, have been incredible for this series. I, you know, don't quote me on the like, the specifics, but I think what one of the Saturday games, um, I guess, was the highest rated semifinals. Yeah. Uh, in, Since I don't like know. I don't know, twenty freaking thirty. I don't even know. It was like, yeah, freaking like ten that. years ago or something like that. Exactly yeah. right. So. You know, it, it rarely do we have an opportunity to um, to really have a clash of this tier of megastars yeah. uh, in a semifinals round like that. So, yeah, you know, entertainment value definitely up uh, up there for the casual NBA fan. For the Warrior fan, oh, eh. yeah, it's a rough <laughs> ride. Has much to to be desired. So, um, yeah, congrats. Well. Let me just put it out there, you know, mm. as as depressed and, and, and salty and surprised uh, as I am. I do want to mm. congratulate your squad, the Lakers, mm. for moving forward uh, to the next phase of the playoffs. Uh, you know, it's 
you know, well-earned. Uh, you know, despite all the gamesmanship that had happened during the series, yeah. I think, uh, you know, to a seasoned sort of NBA fan, mm-hmm. um, I think the eye test proved that the Lakers were the better team. And bottom mm-hmm. line, uh, you know, they outplayed the Warriors. They out, you know, strategized the Warriors. They out-executed the Warriors. And mm-hmm. they're still playing at, at this juncture uh, in the season. So congratulations to you, the Lakers, and uh, best of luck in the next uh, next. Yeah, who am, I, who am I talking to right now? <laughs> hey, man. If there's anything that I had learned, uh, you mm-hmm. know, from, like, all of the success, you yeah. uh you know, from watching the Warriors, you gotta mm-hmm. get gotta be able to take the the, the L's with the with yeah. the W's, man. And that's just the that's the way that it. it, it you know, this roll. is a little lost in mm-hmm. sports fandom, but like you know, humble in victory, humble in uh, defeat. Mm-hmm. I think you know all, we we get so invested into our teams, and there is a lot of gamesmanship just amongst fans and amongst the players in the series mm-hmm. because it's so competitive. You know, they're they're trying to get every edge they can, but I, I do think like. You know, you and I have our fun. Uh, we're mm. we're you know, we're homies at the end of the day. Like, mm. I honestly mm-hmm. don't want to see you sad. <laughs> I mm. mean, I want the Lakers to win. It's a byproduct that you'll be sad if the Lakers win, especially with the Warriors. But mm. yeah, like I I don't want to see you like crumbling. But that's just the reality. Like, um, even if the Lakers did lose this series, yeah, it'd be heartbreaking. That's for sure. Especially yeah. like given the history of LeBron James and Steph Curry mm-hmm. and the Warriors and all that stuff. I mean, the Lakers mm-hmm. would have had to lose a 3-1 series, which it would have been actually kind of ironic uh, if that mm-hmm. happened. Um, did you just, uh, beso- let me, before I go on, did you see that Corgi thing? Uh, on? Oh, on yeah. Time? Oh, my gosh, dude. That Corgi dude, was my BFF, dude. I, I was... know, man. I was worried, dude. Like, honestly, I was like, fuck this Corgi, man. <laughs> <laughs> Like he was predicting the series to a thought, like yeah. up until obviously the end. But like the, uh, I was like, dude, if the Lakers lose Game Six, I think this Corgi's right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I mean, I trust me. Like the Corgi, he might as well have been in a Warrior uniform up here, and he might as well have, <laughs> you know, might as well have been Baron Davis up here. He was so beloved for for a couple of days here. But fuck that Corgi, man. That shit. <laughs> Got your hopes up, <laughs> man. Uh, yeah. Way, way to execute, Corgi. You Jordan pulled us. Jeez. Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, all right. With uh, that, so let, let's kind of get into it. You know. Uh, yeah. The what happened? What the Dude, heck happened? Like, I mean, we're not gonna break down every single game, but yeah. I'll give a, a general summary. You know, game one. As it started out, the Lakers stole game one. Uh, at Chase Center, but it was a really, really difficult game because the Lakers controlled the whole game, but then like gave mm-hmm. up, you know, the lead at at the end, and the Lake the Warriors had a chance to tie, um, mm-hmm. with a with a shot by Poole, <laughs> like literally he shot it from the pool house. <laughs> I almost did a spit take over here. Yeah. No, seriously, man, I was taking a swag a swig of water. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know there was a lot of controversy with that shot, mm-hmm. but the Warriors obviously rallied around Poole and said. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a shot we want him to take, but obviously it was not. Um, Come on. With that said, like I think that kind of set the tone for mm-hmm. how Poole was going to play in the series because it seemed like he lost his confidence and the Warriors lost confidence in him. Bro, he was playing um, shitty even the previous series. Yeah, that exactly. Which is a, a stark contrast to his playoff run, you know, the previous Last year. year. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, 
So I can see as a fan for you, like the expectations mm. are for him to at least kind of play on that level. But it was, dude, it was brutal, man. It was yeah. downright brutal. Like I just it never was. seen someone completely just, I don't know. He was just, it's like he forgot how to play basketball. Yeah, it it was definitely brutal. I don't know how it looked uh, from your perspective because obviously every transgression that he had on the court w- yeah. meant positive for you. Mm-hmm. But if it was hurting you, seeing him just straight up just melt down out there, I can't only. I imagine. mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like every time he came in the game, I was like, "Yes, we can go on a run." <laughs> like, I mean, it was legitimate because the Lakers yeah. did every single time he got on the floor. Yeah. I mean, I that's I was. Trust me, when I went to the game at uh, at Chase Center against the Kings, half of the time I was screaming at Jordan Poole because I could just kind of sense he was uh, uh he was he was a momentum killer. I hate to rag on the kid because he actually yeah. is a really hard worker, and I'm sure he's you know he didn't want this to have happen. No one wants this to happen, but. I do feel like there's a lot of improvement that needs to happen on his game, not on the physical side, but more on the mental side. I think there's yeah. just an IQ situation there that just really needs to be to be worked on. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you know, that, <laughs> you are right. <laughs> Every time he came in, definitely was a plus uh, for for the Lakers. And I think uh, after Game One, you were pretty solemn just because. The, the game, how it played out, uh, the Lakers mm-hmm. dominating with AD, you're like, oh, if this foreshadows mm-hmm. for the things to come, then you guys are in trouble. But game two, you guys trounced the Lakers, and I kind of mm-hmm. predicted that just because the Lakers, I felt like they felt comfortable stealing mm-hmm. one, and the Warriors obviously needed to win game two, and they just poured it on. And Clay, I feel like that's the only game he really, really performed. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the expectation level you have of Clay, given his 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 sort long history of being Game Six Clay and just showing up, and I think that was the last <laughs> time we really saw Clay at his best in yeah, the series. Almost had a spit take again. Sorry, <laughs> really bitter here. Um, yeah, definitely. Game two was uh, I, I, I chuckle at calling it a bounce back game for the Warriors because it mm-hmm. really it was very short lived. But I think it was more uh, uh, an effect of the Lakers' inconsistency at that point. You know, mm-hmm. prior to that, right, the series prior uh, with uh, with the Grizzlies, AD was on and off. Like he'd have yes. a good game, he'd have a bad game. Mm-hmm. So coming into the series, my hope was the Warriors would only have a chance of moving on if AD had more bad games than good games. Yeah. That did not happen. Mm-hmm. Except for Game 2, where AD was... I don't know. Maybe the Lakers were kind of complacent for that game. They kind yeah. of were able to kind of secure what they were trying to do, get a split mm-hmm. uh, up in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the games were coming fast and furious. And I don't think that it was as out of control as we as it looked like in the final uh, final box score. Obviously, mm-hmm. the, the Lakers got blown out that game. Mm-hmm. But I do remember feeling uncomfortable that the Lakers... Mm-hmm especially with Jordan Poole coming in, could yeah. make a run at any given time uh, until we blew it open in the third quarter where yeah. the Lakers probably said, you know what, mission accomplished. Let's wrap yeah. it up, go back to L.A. and start fresh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was 1-1 after two games. And then, you know, the squads fly to L.A. 
Yeah, and where game three was like everything... the, it, it, like a turnaround. Like it was just a repeat of game two, but the Lakers this time, you know, kind of blew the Warriors out. Uh, and I'm sure Bro, that was really, yeah, that was disappointing. <laughs> that was really disappointing because I actually was, uh, I was not at home watching it. I was actually up in Sacramento watching mm. game three and there mm -hmm. was just some family event. So I wasn't watching it within like my normal circumstances. Generally, I just like to watch the game uh, with the audio on. Sometimes I watch mm -hmm. it solo. If the family is around, you know, that's cool. But we, I was watching it at like a restaurant in Sacramento mm -hmm. where they definitely DGAF about the game or yeah. the Warriors. Mm -hmm. And I just remember looking at the TV for the restaurant at the second quarter and just seeing that we had a good start and then just everything just crashing down. And it was incredibly mm -hmm. frustrating from a Warrior perspective. And feel free to share your Laker perspective mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. to see just the momentum just completely crash and then halftime hitting. And I don't know, I felt, I felt like I was hit by the brick wall and I had to drive back to the house from the restaurant at halftime and i was just kind of i was just confused um the lakers made a run and what 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 happened there dude was it more the I mean, lakers was it the warriors for at least for I, game three uh i think for game three 80 showed up and when 80 uh, shows up you can <laughs> you can tell i mean he's literally the difference maker yeah uh, and i think he he controlled the paint he mm -hmm. he altered all the shots and Given that the Warriors can't get easy baskets, uh, if, if AD's playing his best, like if you guys rely on your shooting more and more. And I think like the, the defense tightening and just you can tell, honestly, in this series, the Lakers had a good game plan on Clay. They just wanted to get him his airspace without fouling him and make him put the ball on the floor. And he was uncomfortable for him. I think he's just that loss of athleticism. Um, like you, as long as you chase him off the three point line, he has to extend a little further, which he can make those shots, but like when you're Playing a whole game, needing to play defense and stuff like that, it's, it's a different story. And I think that's kind of like the story him. of the game. Was it Austin, uh, Austin Reeves? Reeves? Austin Reeves has been checking Clay most of the series. Yeah, Man, I didn't even know Reeves was locked down like that. Michael Thompson was probably giving some some dirt on Clay, man. He sold his son <laughs> to the Lakers. And he said, hey, y'all, I know, I know the code for this guy. And then... You know, he definitely outside of game two, I think the Lakers made adjustments to mm -hmm. not get clay in, in rhythm, and he yeah. definitely didn't regain it, which and is you, really kind of sad. You've seen it in the series if Steph can't go off, it, the Warriors are no one, <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. That's the story of the season, and we can wrap up yeah. the rest of the series, but that pretty yeah. much is the story of the season with regards to that. Uh, but going back to at least game three. It, or at least Clay struggles in the series. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think it's just kind of sad that uh, Clay really, I think, was genuinely excited. Y you know, for those who don't know, Clay is the son of Michael Thompson, TV yes. analyst for the Lakers, mm -hmm. uh, ex player of the Lakers, ex number one draft pick yes. of the Lakers. Yes. And Clay actually was a Laker kid growing yep. up, you know, mm -hmm. before he started pl playing pro, pro ball and actually was. Uh, you know, you know, like he knew Kobe, like he, he has history with Kobe. Mm -hmm. You know, Kobe was one of his favorite, uh, favorite players. So I think there was a lot at stake for Clay for this particular series because he even said this. And I know a lot of casuals out there are kind of clowning Clay for 
kind of wanting to honor Kobe and Gigi for for this series with the mm-hmm. way he played. But yeah. um, you know, I do think that there is a little bit of history out there, and I do think he meant that he wanted to play well. And it's kind of unfortunate that he really wasn't able to perform to the level that he most likely yeah. and a lot of Warrior fans were expecting to see out of him. So definitely yeah. was one of the key reasons why you know we we took this big fat L. Uh, I do want to mention one thing. I think the X factor in that game, besides AD and obviously the, mm-hmm. the usual character, was D'Angelo Russell had a great game. Oh my uh, It was gosh. kind of a breakout game, and we we obviously D'Angelo Russell has ties to the Lakers and the Warriors. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I think that was a major component in Game Three. But let's move to Game Four because I think this yeah. is the game that um, that changes series, most, bro. Yes, exactly. This is this is what shifted it all. I mean, yeah. I think the TV pundits out there, the media have. I've said it. I think most people predicted whoever won Game Four was going to be mm. the likely winner of the series, and it came down to the wire. Uh, yeah. And the Lakers were able to pull it off. I mean, I don't know if you remember much of the game. I, mean, I feel like there's just I so much not. has happened already. Uh, yeah, I'm trying exactly. to, I'm trying to like recall right now, but um, it was definitely uh, sort of a back and forth game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, a biased Warriors sort of fan point of view. I do. <laughs> remember seeing some oh, I remember this, questionable yeah. calls i think i remember yeah. like a, a couple of uh uh moving screens that were called on draymond mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. dre was just kind of out of rhythm yeah. and uh, i yeah, think this is the the end of the game where steph curry had a couple chances yeah and he had yep, 80 yep. on him oh yeah he, yep, he yep, took yep, a yep, yep. i think he took a one good shot with a mid-range shot that the shot actually went in and out of the rim yeah yeah and then yeah, dre yeah. was able to tip the ball out and then Steph took a really long uh, three-pointer. And I think uh, there was a play before where Clay uh, took a really ill-advised three. And then yeah. I think people have put on social media, uh, Kerr just like, what are you yeah. doing? Yeah. yeah, you know what? Yeah, I forgot that. <laughs> I phased yeah. that out in my memory. Thank you for jogging back my memory. <laughs> but those um, were all pivotal. Like if Clay made that shot or Steph just made any of those shots, they would have got the lead, actually. Absolutely. And, yeah. Um, yeah. And you know what? Uh, I think I, that was... Save for what I remember, <laughs> uh, I think you're right, and I think it, you know, it's a make or miss league. You know, yes. the Lakers, yeah. uh, the Warriors had their opportunities, you know, and we'll ride with Steph taking those shots, yeah. Clay, and, and, and Clay taking yeah. those shots. Now, I don't think they were the best shots that they both could have taken, mm-hmm. but they definitely are both capable of yes. making those shots, yeah. but they did it. And you know, big win for the Lakers definitely shifted the um, the 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 the, the, the direction of the series. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, if anything, credit to AD and the Lakers defense. Wait, was was Game Four the Lonnie Walker game? Are we yes. forgetting that, dude? That was the Lonnie, it was Walker, the Lonnie Walker game. game. So yeah, it oh was. The, see, dude, there you go. Uh, you're see, right. You're right. So Lonnie Walker scored that. all 15 of his points there in the fourth you go. quarter. He literally saved a Lakers season then and there. Exactly. That I was that that's where I blocked out just because I was Mm. just like Lonnie fucking Walker. Yeah. Has he done anything like that this whole season? He has actually. Uh, The thing is, the season has been up and down for the Lakers Uh, without going into detail. Lonnie Mm. Walker was actually a starter for the Lakers for a lot of the Mm. season because of injuries and, and whatnot. And uh, he actually brought a lot of athleticism, but he's inconsistent. That's the thing. Like mm-hmm. he had this great game, uh, which is amazing. He 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 showed up when he needed to, but you know it wasn't like he 
you know, bro, did the same thing for the rest of the series. But he added a dimension to the he series. Was, that, he was yeah. he was vintage Kobe out there. Yeah, he was. I mean, I, I mean, he made every big shot down the street. I, the I, dude, I, he I think he was a hundred percent in terms of field goals, or like ninety percent. I think he yeah. missed like one bunny or something yeah. like that. Like Lonnie hit everything in that yeah. fourth quarter. I I I I can't, I can't imagine that he had any performance similar to that in, in, in during the year. Like I'm sure he brought a new dimension yeah. to the team, but dude, he was. He was on fire, dude. That shit, that that was like NBA Jam. He looked like, he looked like Jordan out there, dude. I remember seeing that game, and I was just like, someone fucking guard him. But I was yeah. just like, and, and, and looking back at the replays, like Steph was doing. Um, I think he was he was trying. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't think he was Jordan pooling out there and just kind of giving yeah. the shots to Lonnie. I think he was actually challenging. I mean, Lonnie honestly. was taking long twos. Like they were exactly. long shots and i mean he's very athletic so once he raises up he's gonna shoot over steph and those are like in those high pressure situations kudos to the guy making the shot i mean they're they're high leverage situations but he was hot yeah he definitely was and lebron literally just gave it to him like he's like you take it (laughs) so here is my assessment of the situation and you know credit for to lonnie i've heard that lonnie has had uh sort of a a roller coaster kind of ride to get to the NBA. And I think there's yeah. a story there to yeah. be told and kudos to him for, you know, executing when he had the opportunity and staying ready. Um, but I think the strategy from the Lakers there and correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm reading it incorrectly mm-hmm. was they were trying to make Steph work on defense yeah. mm-hmm. uh, as well as, knowing that he was the only one that was capable of doing stuff on offense. Yeah. So that two-way play really kind of affected Steph. And when the moment came where he needed to make that shot in the end, he just didn't have any legs because, you know, if you're playing two ways, it's really difficult to really be able to finish at that point in time. I mean, you hit it right on the head. I think if you really watch this series closely, there was a lot of great coaching moves. And the Warriors actually made really good adjustments. It's just, I think, um, when they went really small, it actually hurt the Lakers. And they couldn't play a player like Jared Vanderbilt because he was such a liability on offense Mm. that they had to have an unsung hero like Lonnie Walker come in and be able to um, make it work. Because when Vando was in and he was guarding Curry, uh, he didn't have to make Curry work on the defensive end or anything like that. They just ignored him. Yeah. Um, So, like, there was a lot of chess moves. And Gary Payton Jr., uh, so yeah, right. What am I? Yeah. am I saying that right? Yeah. Um, he yeah. he actually played really well in the series, given that he was playing mm. super undersized. He added like another, um, yeah, wrinkle to it, and the Lakers really struggled for a bit against that. Yeah. AD yeah. struggled. Yeah. Yeah, and and definitely, it's, it was definitely a series of adjustments, and both coaches, you know, definitely were trying to find ways to put their their uh, their players in uh, mm-hmm. in situations where they could succeed, and I do think that it ended up being at least through the first uh, four games, just or you know just a game of adjustments and who ended up making the bigger shots, make or miss, right? Mm-hmm. And eventually, I think attrition became a factor, um, yeah. and then the you know. I mean, you know, I think one factor that kind of came into play, which really kind of, uh, you know, credit to the the Kings to pushing the Warriors to the limit. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I do feel like 
the fact that the Warriors went seven for the first round and really yeah. had to extend themselves and not really have a chance to kind of recover uh, mm-hmm. really kind of affected them as the series continued later on uh, it, it, uh, against the Lakers. You I know, think that the showed Warriors up most. Didn't, yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just going to say, if the Warriors didn't play with their food uh, mm-hmm. in the Sacramento Kings series, not that the Kings were pushovers. The Kings competed, right? But if they didn't play with their food and squandered game six, right, where they had yeah. an opportunity to close out at home, mm-hmm. the Lakers mm-hmm. did that to the Warriors, right? Yep. That really kind of paid dividends in the next series. So, you know, for a veteran playoff tested squad to drop that the the ball, that definitely kind of affected um, their season. But what were you going to say? I will say those are really good points. And I think that is illustrated in their game six performance. Mm-hmm. I think it just hit a wall, you know? Yeah. Like the grueling seven game series and this series was grueling. I mean, like if you're battling with these Lakers, which they are more physically imposing. I mean, when you have mm-hmm. LeBron James and AD on your team, um, th- those are mismatches, especially if the yeah. Warriors don't really have the personnel. Um, yeah. To match up, uh, and the you know, we'll, stars, we'll, dude. yeah, exactly. Uh, so, I mean, game game uh, five um, was the Warriors giving you guys some hope, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they performed really well, and there's a little controversy in that game. You know, AD went down with a. Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> you you can you. I'm sure you have a lot to say about this, but oh, Louis yeah. uh, got him in the chops. Uh, obviously inadvertent it wasn't on purpose Looney's not a dirty player uh, and AD went down and he didn't return for the game but people were speculating whether he had a concussion or not and there was a whole drama with that with um, yeah. Chris Haynes reporting that he was wheeled out in a wheelchair or not wheeled out but wheeled to the medical room in a wheelchair and people were like dude does this yeah what's up with this guy like is he gonna but- play next game yeah, so the Warriors won that game. Very tightly contested game, I remember, until mm-hmm. uh, the Warriors kind of pulled late, pulled uh, ahead later in the game. Uh, I think the Warriors were were had a pretty you know comfortable lead yeah. after uh, going into the fourth, mm-hmm. uh, but the Lakers were making their run right until AD kind of got that little uh, the little love tap. Yeah, in the face, and then, <laughs> um, you know, it was game. It was night night for for AD at least for that game. Um, yeah. I uh, comments about the the AD situation. Um, it, uh, again, biased Warriors perspective. It didn't look like it was significant of a hit. Yeah. Um, obviously inadvertent. Yeah. But you know, we've you know, like the game before, Draymond kind of you know fell over, hit his head. On the oh, yeah. uh, on the on the hardwood floor, and that looked a little bit more significant. Yeah, but given AD's history, you know, and any 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 hit to the head is definitely going to be serious, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I actually was kind of concerned that it it would have been a concussion, and we were yeah. talking about it after the game, just because that what I was saying was, you know, it's really going to be interesting. Uh, to see how the Lakers played this whole AD situation. Because if he indeed had a concussion, mm-hmm. um, obviously you want him playing the next game. The the you know, there's like a protocol that's uh that's established by the NBA if it has been deemed a concussion, and that mm-hmm. could swing the series, right? If AD wasn't a presence, given oh, how yeah. he was dominating dominating us. So I think there were a lot of question marks in terms of how it would be dealt with. I think the Lakers did what they needed to do to make sure that. They had an 
to uh, an opportunity to have AD play, um, and he did. Um, I do think it's concerning that if he indeed get uh, got mm-hmm. a concussion and they still had him play through it and the risks that are involved with that. But mm-hmm. I guess I don't know. We'll never know. Here, we'll never know until here, later. Now, <laughs> here's my two cents about this, and I'll mm-hmm. I'll use the pod to talk about this, just because mm-hmm. I think it's very well chronicled that my opinion. Uh, that AD kind of has a history of um, having injuries, right? Mm-hmm. And whether or not it's his fault or, you know, he's injury prone and all of that stuff, there's a lot to be discussed with that. Mm-hmm. But when it first happened, based on the way that it looked on tape uh, and the reaction, the adverse mm-hmm. reaction where he had to be wheelchaired, I just felt like there were certain inconsistencies mm-hmm. uh, with how things were handled. Like, why would mm-hmm. he be wheelchaired if it didn't look like it was significant? But then mm-hmm. at, after the fact, there was reporting that he was fine and he was good to go. But yeah. if it wasn't that bad in the first place, why was mm-hmm. he in a wheelchair? Like, it was just kind of, again, it was just kind of disjointed. And I just didn't get, like, the whole sequence of events. Obviously, yeah. it's pointless to discuss at this point. AD mm-hmm. played the next game. AD dominated the next game. And the Lakers yeah. are, uh, you know, moving on to the next round. But at least from a Warrior fan perspective, it was just mm-hmm. kind of strange to me. Well, I feel you on that. I mean, as a as a Lakers fan, I'm looking at this situation and I'm obviously highly concerned because if yeah. this guy has a concussion, he's not going to be able to play next game. I mean, just mm-hmm. going through the concussion protocol. So when you're putting words like wheelchair, woozy, you're definitely very concerned. Disoriented. <laughs> Disoriented. So, yeah, like I... I, on the other end, it was more like, what are these inconsistencies mean and will he be able mm. to play? And obviously, at the end of the day, you want someone to be healthy out there and not risk further injury mm. and stuff like that. But, I mean, in sports, especially football, most of the time you don't know how hurt these guys are. And after mm. playing, whether with a – well, maybe not so much now because there's more spotlight on concussions now. <laughs> mm. um, but before, back in the day, dude, all those guys were playing with concussions out there for sure, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody mm. was really checking them. Uh, but mm. in this case, you know, I, I, no one knows, no. But it was, it was odd though. It was very odd with the reporting. It was odd. Um, I guess that's the best way to describe it. It was just an odd sequence of events. You know, I mean, there's, there's been nothing unusual with someone getting hit and then going back because they're like, oh, dude, you know, I got to go back and whatever. They got to do whatever treatment, yeah. and then like maybe they'll come back out to sit on the bench because yeah, it yeah. was a stinger, right? It's like yeah. ah, dude, like I need a, I can't do this out on the bench, you know. Um, but yeah, with all the Chris Haynes reporting, it was like, oh shoot, you know? What's, yeah. What's the real story? Yeah. I mean, just kind of keep it frank. At, at least, you know, at, at least for me, I was just like, AD, again, from my perspective, just kind of mm-hmm. has a history of having these incidents happen to yeah. him. And it mm-hmm. almost seems like it's bigger than what it ends up being. And that's yeah. why I was kind of joking when it happened, right? I, mm-hmm. I don't want to joke at the matter that the man got injured especially yeah. if it was a head injury. But the mm-hmm. fact of the matter is I've seen so many instances. Yeah. The last round, for example, where AD mm-hmm. said that he, he felt something pop or like he can't feel his arm. Yeah, he can't feel his arm. He yeah. proceeds to, you know, he, he, like, dominate like, the dunk, next game. He, like dunked on like, the next play. <laughs> exactly, right? So I'm just kind of like, bro, like what? Like, do, mm-hmm. do, is, do you like the drama? Is there like some sort of like... Mm. I, 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 that's that. That's my thing about it. You know what I mean? Mm. It's just kind of like, you know, he's so good of a player that the he doesn't need the drama. You know what mm. I mean? Like 
you know, but I think we were talking about Brian Suter uh, uh, and how he assesses all these injuries that AD has. Like he, you know, and I, and for the record, I don't think that roller coaster is done <laughs> for you oh, guys. Oh, no, it's not. Yet, it's right? definitely not. You know man. what I mean? Yeah. Um, but he just seems to be more on the unlucky side rather than yeah. being injury prone. Like the, you know, the, how physical he plays and the, you know, he's, he's, he's a big man, right? There's just a lot of things that happen, uh, you know, in, in that situation. And I don't know. I think, I mean, you optics... know, look, as, as the fan, as a fan of the Lakers and needing your, your, one of your top players to be available. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's scary rooting for this team because, like I know, I know with every team, it's like you're one injury away. But mm. you know, with AD's injury history, and also like with uh, when he does go down hurt, it does mm-hmm. seem like it could be significant each time. Yeah, yeah there's there's a lot of uh, uh, at least from my in my perspective, not not from uh, uh, opponents' perspective. Yeah. It's like I'm concerned every single time. It's, yeah, it's, it could be <laughs> devastating, dude. <laughs> yeah, I imagine it to be a really frustrating it's stressful, situation. man. It's stressful. Like literally, I was losing my shit. When you when you when I was getting the reports and I was watching the game yeah. and he's like he's wheelchair yeah. I'm like oh dude this it's done I, we're gonna lose that's like, what they were AD, saying it's over. Yeah. I mean it's true though like if AD that's didn't play yes anything can happen but it, it severely diminishes your chances man yeah absolutely like, yeah absolutely um, so I, I you know I can I can attest to him being injury prone and him the the concern or just the worry <laughs> or confusion each time he goes down. Needless to say, he played the next game, and yeah. y'all just whooped our ass in game six. I just mentioned one last thing is uh, a key thing that happened in that game at the end of that game is Wiggins mm. actually got hurt. Uh, oh yeah, so you're right. As despite AD being potentially hurt, uh, what ended up costing the the Warriors a little bit of any juice they needed was Wiggins had actually fracturing pretty significant injuries. Yeah, yeah, and something Looney had, and he has openly said it. It's something that really affects you. You just can't just yeah. go out there your normal self. So they they just put him on painkillers and he tried to battle through through the next game. Man. And he was ineffective. And the, <laughs> I will say this. Um, you can. I want to let you know. I want want your thoughts on this. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of gamesmanship in these series, right? Mm-hmm. Usually when there's a player injury, they try to downplay the injury. Um, mm-hmm. But with the Wiggins being reported, I thought it was fascinating. I, I I'm sure there's NBA has protocol, but. Mm-hmm. The fact that they put it out there, you can tell, obviously, Wiggins is matched up with LeBron. And, you know, mm-hmm. these guys are not going to take it easy on each other. He's going to mm-hmm. attack Wiggins even more, knowing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it and was he like... Did. Yeah, and he did. Uh, and, obviously, mm-hmm. Wiggins was compromised, you could tell. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting that they didn't... You know, maybe, maybe they couldn't. I don't know. It was interesting. Yeah, I, 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 yeah definitely. I mean, I think there's a policy... With yeah. the NBA, where they, they but have dude, to they try to that. cut through that policy all the time. Yeah, <laughs> look yeah. at AD, man. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying is that, yeah. that that's why I was kind of skeptical. Like, if this man really did have legitimately a concussion, why would they let him play, right? Despite mm-hmm. that, but yeah. you know, yeah. you know, I, there's enough season. Uh, left for you guys to you know for for all of this to kind of unravel you know yeah. you know i hope he's fine yeah. but again just just that you know he was just getting roasted for a little bit there just because the optics again the optics of that whole situation was just strange yeah uh yeah. needless to say you know uh on the other side of things andrew Regans was indeed hurt and you know they, they put it out in public the lakers knew about it they attacked him 
and it was work and that's what you need to do in that type of yeah, situation exactly yeah. like you know i don't blame lebron for for doing that you're trying to compete and you know that's just the way that it is you know yeah. i don't know why the the warriors didn't try to you know you know have elbows up when ad was out there <laughs> knowing what he had to yeah. deal with <laughs> i guess they're all too short to be able to, to reach ad once they're out uh, there so um but you know you you know that's just just the way that it the the cookie crumbles in game 6 i think the warriors i'll tell you this i don't keep it honest i'll put myself out there but i saw how the first quarter started and i yeah. knew mm. i knew that it was mm. game over dude mm. like mm. i know the warriors made a couple of runs yeah. but nothing uh from the start of that game showed me that things had changed and i mm. knew that the only way that the warriors would be able to pull this series off if if there's something that changes you know mm. a jordan pool uh actually being able to kind of show up and and, and perform i think he had mm. another poor showing yeah. clay was getting wide open looks yeah just wide open them. looks and he missed he missed them right and you know, and the Wiggins situation obviously was there. He just was not able to defend or be as aggressive as he was as the, in the prior game. Mm-hmm. And I just knew that it was game over. I told you this. Like I, I, I had to. Like you did. I, 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 I had to just not see the demise uh, of our of our team. It's just yeah. it was way too painful. Um, and sure enough, the Lakers pulled it off. I think the Lakers knew what needed to be done. They executed. Yep. And y'all are moving on. Yeah. Uh, you've had a pulse on your team. And you've honestly, like, I mean, aside from this podcast, you and I chat every single game that has played. Um, you've pretty much called out. Yeah. You, you kind of just know. <laughs> you kind of get yeah. the, the, the rhythm of the team, the performance. And, yeah, I mean, obviously, there's always a chance if you have Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and all the, the mm. rest of the cast. But I, I think, yeah, you just could tell right off the bat the Lakers just took control even the warriors had even though the warriors made their runs mm-hmm. yeah they it was just yeah once the shots weren't falling it was an avalanche yeah yeah it definitely i mean i've been on the other side of that equation uh and it just sucks to be on the losing side of things mm-hmm. what i will say though at least you know before we move away from the warriors uh you know for for uh for this season at least <laughs> is it was such an up and down season for the oh, Warriors man. this season. It all started even before, you know, opening opening night, right? When Draymond punched Jordan Poole. Mm. And I think we were t- I was talking to Al about this while the, the Kings were feeling good about beating the Warriors in round mm. one. Um, and I said, Bro, this season ended when Draymond punched Jordan Poole. Like yeah. it ever since then, it's just been such uh, uh, a disjointed season. The Warriors' road record this season was so. I think they. I don't even know what the percentages are. I don't even care what the percentage. I think mm. I felt like they only won like four road games. They had the worst mm. road record mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It, this season, especially for uh, you know uh, coming off a championship. Yeah, they just yeah. weren't performing on the road, dude. They were not able to win on the road. Um, this season so it, you know um the jordan pool punch the road woes andrew wiggins uh for 
you know, just disappearing for two months without almost any context until after he came back also yeah. was kind of weird. It just had bad vibes. Dude. I mean, Steph actually was hurt during the Steph year. Steph was hurt yeah. too. Like, he had that weird injury. So, like, mm-hmm. we had injuries. We just had bad juju the whole year. So, yeah. as hopeful and optimistic as I was before, you know, two weeks ago, the reality is if you take a step back and kind of look at the whole situation, it was just a challenging season and yeah. it really wasn't going to happen. So, Things got to change, man. You I know, know man. status quo is not you know, is not going to keep this team competitive to be able to compete to another championship. So, we'll see what the offseason brings. But mm. night night to the Warriors, bro. Man, yeah, gone fishing. I will say this though, uh, it sometimes you you watch this team and you've been part of many championship championship series runs mm. uh, that you kind of know what needs to line up and you kind of know if there's bad juju in the season. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you this, man. You guys beat the King. They don't got bragging rights over you. That's a win, man. Because that series, dude, if they lost, if the Warriors lost, you'd be hearing it for years to come because you have so many ties uh, to Sacramento. Yeah. So at the very least, at the very least, I know, look, losing to the Lakers sucks. There's also a NorCal SoCal rival, rivalry, mm. which is whole Bay versus LA thing. We, we get mm. that, right? Mm. Um, trust me, I'm reveling in this. Um, uh, without making you feel bad, but at the very least, you guys beat the Kings because the Kings are really thinking they would kick your ass. Yeah, uh, bro. Well, because the, the, the Warriors and the Lakers series, there was a lot of respect, man. Like, mm, not there was the, a lot the fans is a different story, but the players, there was mm. a lot of respect, man. You know, it's a little bit too much respect in terms yeah, of dream. Yeah. I'll tell you that exactly. Man. But with that said, because they actually understand this is these everyone. There's a legitimate threat, you know. There's there's mm. respect on that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, <laughs> I wouldn't have heard the the last of it. Uh, you know, at least from my my Sacramento folk. But you know, the Kings are yeah. up and coming, bro. They you are. Know, the, man. They <laughs> so the Lakers better cash in this year, just because those young bucks up north, they're coming, man. They're coming. Yeah. You know, I the Grizzlies. Yeah. The Grizzlies, especially with uh, Villain Brooks going to, to China, <laughs> and and John Morant, God knows it's going to happen to John Morant this Bro, year. I think man. the Kings have taken the mantle in terms of the next uh, next best uh, next thing in the NBA. So <laughs> yeah, I think I think so. Let's not get started with John Morant. But yeah, let's, let's yeah, we won't go there tonight. Uh, there's there's a lot to unpack <laughs> there, uh, and I. We don't know what's going to happen, but it's not good. It's definitely not, not good. good. Not, um, not good. But so with that said, like the the, the Warrior season is over. Um, mm-hmm. Let's just talk very briefly about what you expect in the off season and what you're hoping for, and then we'll get to the Lakers. Changes, bro. Changes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Jordan Poole is just damaged goods at this point. Mm. Uh, he get paid a shit ton of money for the performance yeah. that he had. But if you take a step back, that dude averaged 20 points a game this season. Yes. And I'm sure there are teams that would love to have his talents over there. Mm-hmm. I think the mm-hmm. biggest thing that kind of affects his value is, and you saw it in this series, he is a turnstile on defense, dude. This dude yeah. is, you know, and that's my biggest frustration with him. So I don't know what kind of market he has. Mm. He definitely is marketable. The ladies love Jordan Poole. <laughs> yeah. He's not quite Kelly Uber status, but mm-hmm. apparently the ladies really love Jordan Poole. So if there's a team out there thirsty to have a young uh, face dynamic scorer, 
out there, go ahead. Try to get Jordan Poole, you know. He's Didn't you say he was talented. top something in jersey sales, top five? Yeah, he's top 15. Top 15, sorry, not top yeah. five. Yeah, that's yeah. actually pretty incredible. <laughs> After this series, though, bro, I might end up buying more jerseys of him, just burning it. Sorry, Jordan. I'm just really salty, but he did. He really just had a poor showing, so it's really disappointing yeah. with regards to this. So maybe he might be shipped out, and I think mm. I think the Warriors being so complacent and so arrogant to think that mm. they are able to do this two timeline thing realize that. They really need to put the best team that they can uh, yeah. to help uh, Steph get another shot. Just because, honestly, once you have an opportunity to get an, you know, a talent like him, you really need to give him uh, an opportunity to cash in because there ain't going to be another one to come like him. I don't know. Yeah. You kind of went through this with Kobe, yeah. you know. Um, and I don't know what the, the 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 you know, salary cap looked for the Lakers back then, but you know, as Kobe was kind of hitting his twilight years, mm-hmm. I don't know if the Lakers were trying to stay competitive and if they ever felt like they could compete at a championship level. But no, it's couldn't. kind of like that. Yeah. I mean, as long as Steph is performing at a high level, that you, you guys will be fine, like in terms of fielding a team that's competitive. But once you're a star player, like Kobe, for example, when he went down, mm-hmm. yeah, it was game over, man. I mean, you can't have some player making like 40 plus million or whatever, 30, 40 million. And star player be out and then struggle when they come back. But that's, that's not the case for the Warriors. Uh, it's more like, can they put the pieces around him? Because he was gassing out, man. This guy was doing everything he can to try to will this team to win, you know? Yeah. Bro, you know who needs to take a pay cut? Clay. He makes yeah. over $40 million. He does. They were yeah. paying him that when he was rehabbing from his injuries. You have to understand this. Two years of rehab. Yeah. yeah. You know? He... So I do hope that Clay understands that during that time where he was at his lowest, the team was had his back. So hopefully he can kind of give a, a hometown discount to get a little bit more talent uh, yeah. for the squad because, honestly, it's not going to cut it. The young guys I mean, have... Honestly, if you look at it, I really think the Warriors overachieved this season, if you really think about it. Like, you, you have Wiggins out for two months. Yeah. You know? And Steph all the drama that started. Just, yeah. just about that time, too, you know? So, so he like, didn't play in the All Star game, dude. Like, it's it's not like all this stuff. Like, even though yeah, the Warriors got Clay, Steph, and Dre yeah. and Wiggins back, but that still takes time to come together and and build yourself up mentally because you can't even Wiggins. Like, was he all mentally there, given what he was dealing with the family yeah. matter of Probably that magnitude? Not. No, definitely not, man. Mm-hmm. Like, just us showing up to work, dealing with drama. We oh. we're gonna try to be the best professionals we can. But it affects you, man. Yeah. Well, the difference is these guys make thirty million dollars. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you know you better damn well be focused yeah. to be able to do that if you get. But you, I mean, he was trying. You could tell he was trying. Trying. Yeah, he it. was. It's not like he, he was, was just dogging it. You know, like. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying the expectations change. It's, it's the same with Jordan Poole. Once you have, you know, yes. a, a paycheck uh, that uh, that that aligns with that. For the record, Jordan Poole's uh, new co- uh, uh, whatever contract doesn't come mm-hmm. into effect next year, so technically mm-hmm. he was still getting paid second round pick money. Or but the know, expectations late. are different now, though. Exactly. No matter what, because yeah. you you have that, and if the expectations are are changed, that's why you get paid the big bucks, man. Yep. You know, to yep. to be able to deal with all of this scrutiny and 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 um, and, and and stress associated mm-hmm. with that. So. 
part of the deal. If you don't want it, try not to get paid. You know, yeah. be a scrub. You know what I mean. But if you want to be him, the man, then you better mm-hmm. be able to come through with regards to that. Didn't happen mm-hmm. to Jordan Poole. It definitely didn't happen to Clay. And I know mm-hmm. Clay is probably beating himself up. I'm oh sure yeah. Heck with, yeah, yeah, with this. But I'm just saying, man. It's just like things need to change, and mm-hmm. and we'll see. It's going to be a big off season for the Warriors. You don't even mm-hmm. have a general manager past June, mm-hmm. so who mm-hmm. knows what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. So. Hopefully we can, you know, pick up a big man or two. Giannis, yeah. Joel Embiid. Yeah, Giannis. Like, man can dream, right? All yeah, of these teams got dream. trounced. I know. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was I was reading up on some like NBA chatter and they were saying like this offseason in the, you know, the trade market will be hot just because of the new CBA. So we'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see. And I know the Warriors want to compete. So um, Ship the you know, kids as long down. as you have Steph. You know, there's a lot of pressure on the organization, man. Yeah. You got to think about it that way. It's not just like for the fans. Like, Steph, yeah. you don't want to waste these golden years, you know? How- they were, yeah, they already wasted so much time. Ship the kids out. The kids want to have some run anyway. Mm-hmm. They bitching and moaning about getting minutes in the mm-hmm. playoffs. So, here, go. Play for Orlando. Get, mm-hmm. you know, average mm-hmm. 48 minutes, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, you know, I'll... You know, we'll take some uh, some OGs who yeah. want to rest anyway and, and get that. And the last thing I'll say is the Warriors came off a uh, title from last season. And you can't discount like players like Otto Porter Jr. and how important those vets are. He actually played an integral role. And I think that oh. was severely missing this season. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was actually a huge factor in how they won these, those games. And was on the Absolutely. Title line, so. Yeah. Well, so those little, all do. those little things matter, like versus like a young guy who's not ready, you know, uh, like Otto Porter could have given you 25 minutes, 30 minutes of just prime veteran play. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But anyways, it didn't seem um, to affect Austin Reeves, though. That dude. Blew yeah, up. yeah. Yeah. So let's did. talk Lakers, man. I know yeah, we're kind of pushing Look, it. Dude, I mean, this is big, man. This is big. The Warrior, the Lakers season was up and down. Finally traded Russell Westbrook. Finally, dude, I was like losing my mind. I was like, the season was just in the dumps. Once they made that trade, dude, the sky's cleared and the Lakers are here. The chemistry, given how small of a sample size, how short, has been great. I think Mm -hmm. just with that lift and Austin Reeves coming to prominence um, and, you know, just spacing is better. It's actually a team that can play together. The parts actually fit. Rui, you, you, you like were... Uh, really impressed and uh, with Rui and the Lakers pulling that trade because you you mm. said that he would he would be an integral part and he has sure been, enough you know yeah uh, he he adds another dynamic and look you got Lonnie Walker on the bench who can come in and score 15 straight points mm. um, mm-hmm. and Jared is a defensive player he, he wasn't a factor really a series but he can be a factor in other series so I mean it just has it's coming together um, and the right who would have thought it would have honestly like. Honest, even when the Lakers made that trade, I was like, oh, man, like, I just hope we can make the playoffs. And I don't know, just I just want to root for a team in the playoffs because it sucks when you're not even in it. Uh, but I never would have thought that would have beat the Memphis Grizzlies and the, the Warriors, given they have had drama and injuries. But mm-hmm. still, you you, you got to play who's in front of you. So kudos to Rob Belinka for making oh, those yeah. gutsy moves and being able to move uh, Russ to bring in talent. It definitely mm-hmm. has reinvigorated the 
the Lakers season. You guys have been what in the top of the charts of the de- defensive uh yeah. rating uh mm-hmm. since the trade. So it's definitely showing in the in the in the postseason. Yeah, and they got a tough series now, man. I think the Warriors had some holes uh that the Lakers exposed because mm. the, the Warriors lacked size and athleticism at the four and five, which is what mm. LeBron and AD strength is. Uh, mm. You got the Joker now, who is one of the best centers, if not the best center dude, in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see that battle, man. AD versus the Joker. Uh, I think in previous years, you had like Dwight Howard uh, manning the center. But this year, AD has primarily played the five. So it will literally be a one-one, more of a one-one-on-one matchup this time. So we'll see who can win out on that. Joker is no joke, um, mm-hmm. despite being having the nickname. So Big Nick. I mean, he's been, yeah, Big Nick, man. I, I think, I, I honestly, like, looking at the storylines, when you look at Lonnie Walker saving the game, you, you need magical moments on a title run like that. Mm-hmm. I do think the, the Denver Nuggets also have their storylines, too. You know, you have, they have KCP, who was a former Laker and mm-hmm. did win a title with the Lakers, mm-hmm. uh, being a spy for them now and, and playing a, a, a starter role. So we'll see how that all shakes out. I think the Joker's hungry, though. Big Nick is hungry. You know? He doesn't care about MVPs anymore. He wants... He wants the he ring. want rings. He wants yeah. rings. Yeah. And Jamal I, I th- Murray is healthy now. Jamal Murray definitely came from that torn ACL for a couple of years back. He looks healthy. Um, uh, Aaron Gordon is part of the Denver Nuggets squad. Uh, obviously, he has is he's not like Orlando Aaron Gordon, but I do think he brings a dynamic of athleticism mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and size yeah. to help complement. Uh, um, you know, the Nuggets front court. So, yeah. Um, and I don't know, man. Nuggets were what best record in the Western Conference? Yeah, dude. All season best record. I mean, they they've been consistent, unlike our teams. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, your team hasn't been the same. I think it'd be interesting to kind of see how it would be face to face. To me, for this series, as with every postseason, it's going to be a war of attrition, like yeah. what we've said before. Whoever, whichever team stays uh, the healthiest, will be the one that will have the opportunity to execute and and win some some key games. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, you never know what could happen on the on, on the um, on the Denver side of things. Uh, they've been lucky thus far. And then on the mm-hmm. flip side, uh, AD is kind of, you know, kind of oh. gone through a couple of bumps and bruises already in the first couple of yep. rounds. How long will he be able to, you know, sustain health? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, LeBron already is kind of nursing that that foot issue. Um, yep. So I don't think you'll see like vintage LeBron for, nah, you know, f- like for four games. But like what mm-hmm. he did in the closeout game against the Warriors, yep. I think he's still very much capable of putting together um, a single game to really kind of mm-hmm. close out uh, uh, a team. So if Denver puts themselves in a position where LeBron can close them out, might be night night for them. Mm-hmm. So What's how you prediction? feeling though? What's yeah. your prediction before I go? I go to what I feel. Well, you have no dog in the race, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, uh, well, actually, a... you might have a dog in the race. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you can tell uh, us. I do have a dog in the race, and I don't mm-hmm. want the Lakers to to move forward. Okay. I'm, yes, okay. I am salty. Um, All right. All right. Um, with regards to that, so definitely, 
uh, I'm I'm calling um, Nuggets in six. Ooh, um, Nuggets in six. Right. I, 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 here's what here's what. I'm going to try to be a little objective in terms of what what I expect in this series. I think the Nuggets have had a little bit more rest than the Lakers. I do think that the LeBron injury will eventually loom large because he's playing a lot of minutes and games Mm -hmm. for the first couple of rounds already. Plus AD situation, never really know. Like he's a wild card. Um, The fact that the Nuggets have home court advantage, the Lakers Mm -hmm. have to travel to the elevation for the first yes, couple games yeah. after, for the most part, a grueling series uh, uh, with the Warriors. Um, you know, if they went seven against the Warriors and still won, I think it might be really looking tough for yeah. the Lakers. But mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is it's going to be a war of attrition. I do feel like things continually uh, compound. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if it keeps on adding up on the Lakers and someone kind of gets injured then it's going to be night night um yeah so that's what i think what do you think i feel fearful i i think the nuggets want revenge we have to we have to remember in 2019 in the bubble um the lakers destroyed the nuggets you know mm-hmm. dwight howard kind of bullied Jokic. um but i it's not the same team but i think you remember you know obviously the star players are still there um so the nuggets definitely want their revenge and we know like a lot of times um it takes a couple of years to finally have that breakthrough against a certain dominant team, uh, especially if you're like been chipping away at it. And I think the Nuggets have been chipping away at it. So I do have that fear, but I do think that when it comes down to veteran experience, LeBron James, uh, he is the X factor. If he can he- stay healthy, if he can perform at a high level, this man, like just like why Dre and those guys give respect, right? Because he, he knows how to play the game. He, he understands gamesmanship he understands strategy um and that's something that lebron james has over i believe the 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 nuggets uh, when it comes to it but obviously there's more factors in that they're coaching and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. it's going to be a tough series i think if the lakers don't win in six they're going to lose it uh Mm -hmm. if they go to seven i just it's going to be tough to to win an elevation and and then it'll be have been a grueling series to go Mm -hmm. to seven um Mm -hmm. so and i don't think it'll be anything short of six games i just don't can't see it i mean that's a that's a tough team you know because honestly like with with how inconsistent the warriors are and the lakers um given that they had their health at that point they still had to take six games to take the warriors out and the warriors were crazy inconsistent this year you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and the nuggets have been the number one team uh in the west Uh, i can't expect them to yeah so we'll We'll see, man. Um, the, the the game starts tomorrow, bro. We're recording this as of now. It's Monday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually 11 p.m. and we're gonna we're gonna wrap up this this episode. And um, any final <laughs> any final words before the before you start watching Ted Lasso again? Yeah. Final <laughs> words is it may be written already, man. I see all these ads Ooh. where the Lakers and the Celtics are in the finals. So <laughs> you did you say know. that would be box office ratings wise. And. At the end of the day, you want to be able to sell some tickets. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe another uh, Celtics-Lakers finals. We'll see what happens. Sign but, me uh, up as an NBA scriptwriter, man. I want to work I hate the conspiracy theories, but yeah. I don't know. Hey, they exist, man. If you're a sports <laughs> fan, the conspiracy series will always follow you. Uh, when your team wins, you're you're not for them. 
when your team loses, mm-hmm. you definitely are buying into it. Uh, in all seriousness, though, like congratulations to the LA Lakers moving forward to the Western Conference Finals. Congratulations mm-hmm. to you. I hope you enjoy this roller coaster. I'm tapping out and I'm watching yeah. Ted Lasso because <laughs> I am tired, exhausted <laughs> from this longest season ever for Warrior basketball. So That's enjoy it, bro. Season, dude. All right. Thanks, bro. Well, look, respect to the opponent, respect to the journey. Um, as a as a fan, we talk about this all the time. There's going to be ups and downs. Mm-hmm. And that's the joy in it, man, that we can discuss it all. You know, okay. can, aside from being Make on the spot, down. you talk to your friends about it. We, I mean, we literally talk sports all the time. So, yeah. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, as long as the Lakers are in the playoffs, this <laughs> The season's not over yet, so we're going to still be recording. I'm going to have to pull JC into here, force him uh, to watch the games. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, bro. Um, thank you for listening. You, know, you can follow our socials in the links below. We appreciate you. Uh, stay safe. And let's go, Lakers! Peace out. <laughs>